whoa, watch your language, dude. Cool it with the F word, yeah, this man. Week, this week is this week's about children programming. Yeah. <laughs> We're just not gonna swear. Cause I'm I'm f- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 15 of 99100, the uh, the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. A-D-I-M, your foaming-at-the-mouth rabies host, Sparky Shelton. And I, I am uh, your decrepit, dying-of-old-age disease host, Tino Mickens. And I'm Ryan Romano. <laughs> I felt left out. I felt left out. I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan this week. No Ryan Romano. Ryan Romano is great, but I do want to. I do want to address real quick. Tino, do you think that no. dying of old age disease no. is a disease? Okay. Well, what <laughs> else would you call it, huh? <laughs> what else would you call it? I do. I do like dying of old age disease. Is such a. That's very <laughs> succinct. It and it yeah. really Don't has. Do you its... have like tuberculosis or something, Sparky? Do I have tuberculosis? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty you sure you do, man. I don't think I do. Tea I think tri- I think you do. In the, in the glucose or something. Do you... Oh no, I have, I have high triglycerides, which is different uh, from having tuberculosis. <laughs> That's about as but different as a it's... splinter and a bullet wound. No, admit that it's similar. Admit that it starts with the word T. Thank the letter you. T. The letter. No, it starts T E E. It's T E E R I glycerides. T R I That's what happens when you throw the T-ri-glycerides. ball right down the face. T R I A very, a very eccentric umpire. Um, <clears throat> so, Rai Romano, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Like, I'm so glad uh, you could join so us. so hard getting the character, man. You can do it, bud. I'm I believe Ryan in you. Romano. Oh, there we go. Hey, what's going on? Can you stay I there? It. I was a nice age. I was a nice Ooh. age, you know? Yeah, I, that's I actually, true. I actually ran into Ray Romano in an airport once, and all he would say is, I was a nice age. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Just said it yeah, over and over man. again until I left. <laughs> they locked him up the next day. Really tragic. But I was a nice age. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, do, you buddy. think do you think Ray Romano has to like uh, feel self conscious to say that he was in things that don't like the title isn't his name? Because if you're in Everybody Loves Raymond, then how, we, how? If that's what your you know frame of reference is, it's not you know Ice Age uh, colon the Ray Romano story. So how how else are people gonna know? I mean, it's the thing is at that point it's like. He doesn't really need it. His name is so famous. His name is the name of a show that people know. Yeah. Like, I don't even know him, but I know his name because of the show. So he doesn't need that on the freaking movie. Just like I know Larry David as Curb Your Enthusiasm. (laughs) Why is that the same? Yeah, that's what we call him. Why is that the same? It's not everybody. (laughs) Why is that the same? Why is that the same? (laughs) Jesus, all these questions. But no answers. What the fuck? up with that oh we said no swearing this episode. oh well i don't think i don't think that's gonna work wow um, way to ruin it ryan i'll believe it we we're doing so well five minutes i in. know we were so close five minutes in so close the one thing i remember seeing ray romano in um if we're gonna talk about ray romano uh is vinyl do you guys remember uh guys remember vinyl it was an hbo show with uh oh what's his face um uh, the guy, the guy with that face, um, you the know. Irishman. Uh, oh, John Malkovich. No, it's the guy. It's the guy's face. Um, it's got. Uh, oh, Nick Bobby Kate. Cannavale. Okay, what? Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> the guy with the face. That's not you the first name. Yeah, I sort of, I sort of know him a little. Yeah. Bobby Cannavale. He's Let's, a very New York. I'm, I'm googling this. New York. I'm looking this guy up. But it was it was a show about like record producers in the 70s or the 60s, whatever, like finding out about like punk and underground scenes. Um, and there was a lot of cocaine. And one of the one of like the main supporting characters was Ray Romano. 
So it would be this very weird thing where, like, you'd have, like, Bobby Cannavale and uh, and Olivia Wilde, and they're all, like, really deep into their roles. And then, like, they're doing cocaine and singing and yelling and shit. Right. And then it's just, like, Ray Romano's there with a weird hat. And that's, like, the whole show. It got canceled. So here's my question. Do you think they cast Ray Romano because he was doing all this coke and he sort of sounds like he has a weird nose already? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I just looked up Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. And he looks like Bobby Can of olive oil. He's the most Italian motherfucker I've ever seen. <laughs> Bobby Can. Wow. I'm pretty sure that's a slur. <laughs> I think you just Bo- made one. <laughs> I think you just made up a slur <laughs> no against <shit>. Italian Americans. <laughs> Bobby Can of olive oil. And you got to be careful with Jesus. that when where you are, Ryan. Yeah, in, in your ends. You guys just took it and made it a slur. I just made a good play on words. But it is a great. It's a, don't get me wrong. It is a dynamite play on words. It is also yeah. almost certainly a slur. Yeah. Not a slur till you make it a slur. Well, and you it's guys already a slur. Did the second so. part. That's that's no. Ryan's got a point. I'm actually. I'm gonna say I'm with Ryan on this one. That's fine. Speaking of being incredibly problematic about the Italians, our movie this week is the 1999 classic kids movie, Doug's First Movie. Woo! Um, yeah. How, how is it problematic for the Italian-American community, You, I hear you ask? Well, they don't have any representation, so open and shut. And uh. I'll tell you this. That bully seems like he might be a bit of an Italian stereotype, a little bit of a greaser. Roger, but that's you know that's none the none the none the matter. Hey Roger, let's get over there to Fat Tony's and get oh a slice God. of pizza. <laughs> Jeez, Ryan, uh, you're just unstoppable today, man. Talk about Sorry, Bobby dude, can of olive oil. Time, so. <laughs> so okay, let's can we talk about Doug? So Doug is a boy. I we aren't sure what age Doug is, what grade he's in, but you know he seems sort of Ned's declassified age, like the early seasons. You know, maybe late middle school, early high school type. He is voiced by an adult that is not trying to sound like a child, though. He tries a little, maybe a like little. a little tiny try bit. A little. Point is, Doug is this little boy who uh, has a friend whose name is Skeeter, and they are looking for the lake monster. The monster of Lucky Duck Lake. Lucky Duck Lake, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been a quest of theirs, clearly. They've been working hard at it because these bullies are already hanging out at the lake waiting for these boys to come through just to mess with their little quest. These bullies. Mm. So mean, Roger, the others. Did did we mention that Doug is a kid show? Is that common knowledge? Listen, yeah, maybe people should know. It's a kid show, and this this is like the Simpsons movie. But with uh, I think, I think maybe even less than the Simpsons movie. I think this might have been like a direct-to-TV type movie, which is crazy. Well, no, no, because it, since it's on the box office, so it had a wide release. Oh, that's true. Yeah, sorry. I just get, we, I, I I keep thinking about Netflix. Stupid. You know, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's not always COVID nineteen. It's not COVID nineteen ninety nine. COVID-1999. Fantastic, sir. Yeah. Way to shoehorn it in, though, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Could have been a little... If you had the same sort of grace and elegance with that delivery as you did with Bobby Can of Olive Oil... Yeah. um, That was so good, though. (laughs) So good. Sorry. Got to toot my own own horn there. I'll edit it out. Um, (laughs) The joke or what? Me tooting? Tooting. Um, I hope none of us are tooting on this podcast. No toots. I say that now. No toots. Um, so it is a movie uh, that works with the established characters that I was not familiar with. Um, uh, so uh, I'm guessing that this monster was like uh, mentioned uh, Chekhov style, Chekhov's Lucky Duck Lake monster. You know what I mean? Like you got to pay it off. Sure. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Like, you know, do a little foreshadowing in the beginning. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like they kind of do the full reveal in the beginning, if we're being honest. I'm saying that it was probably this is a storyline about this monster that has probably carried over from from the show is what I'm getting at. 
Oh, you think? Oh, like they talk about it on the show, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Like there's, it's some, um, it's some unresolved storyline that they're making a movie about, you know, to clear the air. It's a shame that we, uh, we don't know anything about Doug. Um, I wish we knew more. I mean, we could stop the podcast right now, go watch all twelve seasons, and then immediately come back. But I don't think I want to do that. No, yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. Um, yeah, sorry, I don't want to. That's like that sounds like Chinese water torture. You know, just like a slow drip on the geez. forehead. <laughs> you, you geez. have you, never on this podcast before have you sounded more like racially insensitive without actually saying anything particularly like offensive. If that, that was not that was not that wasn't even offensive. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Exists. It's just like it's grating on the ears, you know. To say Chinese. <laughs> when you put yeah, the emphasis little... like that, it's <laughs> a little bit of like venom that. in the in the delivery. <laughs> so Doug and Skeeter went down to the lake to find the monster. These bullies are waiting for them, and these bullies have a dastardly plan. They have this monster suit. That they're mm. going to use to prank the boys, make them think they found the monster. Uh, really, really, really mean stuff. You know, they're just going to scare them. Right. Scare them half to death. <laughs> scare them half to death with like a, a, a secondhand uh, uh, New Year's Day parade little, little dragon guy. Right. This, well, a, I would say a big dragon guy, you know, it seems. It is not at little. At first, You're at right. least, I'm sorry. it seems well made. I, later in the movie, it seems a little worse, but at first, it seems very nice. And these bullies are all ready to prank them, but it turns out the monster is real. Whoa. It actually freaking freaking comes out of the, fr- it, well, it comes out of like a puddle in the middle of the forest, which is kind of confusing now that I think about it. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, right. Well, no, because like the monster, spoiler alert, was already used to the pollution right, of the lake. Right, And yeah. what do you know? He's real. The- and he's like, I don't like the pollution, bro. So he hops out of the lake, the puddle, the part, the little tributary that <laughs> maybe extended off of the polluted lake of Lucky Ducks. <laughs> sure. And he's like, I'm going to go hang with Doug and Skeet instead. Mm, mm. And that's when I said, back to you, Tino. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's when I said, I will take it from you, Ryan. Thank you very much. Very much. Oh, yeah, we're passing it like two basketballs. <laughs> Are okay, you? Okay, but <laughs> two basketballs at the same time? Oh, yeah. So Doug and Skeeter see the monster. They see the monster. Skeeter gets a picture. Of the foot. Of the foot of the monster, you know. They bounce, leaving their bikes. They get back home. Uh, they're freaking out. They're trying to call the mayor, I guess. Um, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, not yet. Because at first it's the next day at school. Oh, yeah. And they're talking about it. Oh, right. Because they have to get the film oh. developed. They got to get the film developed because it's a different yeah. age. It's a different yeah, but what's, age. But what's really important is that Doug is trying to get with Patty Mayonnaise. Mm. Okay, mm. he's trying to get on the freaking school dance committee with her, but guy gets in his way. Guy Graham is another one of the villains. Guy Who's Graham, the upper, he is claimed to be an upperclassman, but all the exterior shots are of like a middle school, and I don't think K through eight, baby. I don't think middle school really. I don't think eighth graders are technically considered like upperclassmen. You know, maybe if you're 12. like a K through twelve. Are they middle schoolers, though? I thought it said middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they are middle school, and we find that out at the very end of the movie when the bad guy, I forgot his name, the rich guy, he's like, I'm really well-connected. Do you guys want to be in middle school forever? forever. And they're like, oh, no, middle school forever, which is like a weird thing. It's like a weird punishment or threat. It's like, I'm not going to kill you or send you away remote places. It's like, you're just going to be at the same school forever. That would be, I mean, imagine if you were in middle school forever. That would be terrible. I took surf PE in middle school. That, that was pretty chill. I could do, I could have done with a couple more years of that one. Imagine if you were still in middle school right now. Uh, I could buy alcohol. Coolest kid in school. Wow, you're evil. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not for other people. Party at Sparky's. Not for other people. <laughs> Just for me. Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, I do want to dig into this upperclassman moniker because he's certainly not in eighth grade when they're in seventh grade. And I also wouldn't consider a freshman or sophomore upperclassman even relative to, like, uh, uh, relative to middle schoolers. I don't think you'd call them that, um, which is relevant because that must mean that this guy, Guy Graham, uh, is uh, uh, in either his junior or senior year of high school and is trying to seduce uh, Patty Mayonnaise, trying to steal her away from Doug. Um, uh, well, for the not, benefit okay. of the doubt, benefit of the doubt, she's in eighth grade. Benefit of the doubt, she's yeah, in eighth grade. Sure. Benefit of the doubt still does not make that gap okay. That's my hot take. <laughs> you know, Fair enough. I think we got to give him maybe even more benefit of the doubt. Maybe a freshman is an upperclassman to an eighth grader. It's possible. I could, I've, I could see myself saying it. I've never been to a K through twelve school, so I don't know what really what they use. That's true. That's true. That being said, considering the patterns we've seen so far, it would not be surprising if he was a senior <laughs> and she was an eighth grader. If if so, very strange. Yeah, yeah. It is not it, not ideal. It is uh it is one another another uh uh like age discrepancy as a plot point. And it certainly suggests that there is some power dynamic that comes along with him being older uh, uh, that is, I think, troubling. Anyway. Probably. Um, Guy Graham, who is very snobby and mean to everybody. Um, yeah, he's one of these annoying rich kids. You know, he can get anything he wants because of daddy's money or whatever. He is, well, his money comes from his connection to uh, to what's-his-face, what's to um, uh, Bill, Bill Bluff. Bill Bluff. The, the Jeff Bezos of the Dougverse. Um, yeah, and father of B.B. Bluff. Father of B.B. Bluff. Um, uh, B.B.B. B.B.B., yeah, the triple B. Um, Whoa. And uh, <laughs> is that is that, like, allowed? Are, are we allowed to put three Bs next to each other? Do they allow that in, the like, the English department? Well, they allow three A's together for triple A. They also allowed three D's together for diners, drive-ins, and dives. Three X's together for for triple X for triple X the movie, the Revenge of Xander. For xenon, Xerox, and xylophones. Xenon, Xerox, and xylophones. Slovakia's uh, three biggest exports, and they they get <laughs> cute. They say exports just with the X. Yeah, man, and X. it's crazy. They named that Vin Diesel movie after <laughs> that. <laughs> Well, you haven't seen the movie. It's just him like trying to fix a printer for an hour and a half, <laughs> and he's blind and really angry. Wow, that's actually kind of cool. The soundtrack is garbage because it's entirely a xylophone. His bones are. Some say that Xander Cage's first, who I'm pretty sure is the main character of that movie that we're talking about. I've never seen it. Um, I hope his, so. His skeleton, his rib cage, was the first xylophone ever. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! It really makes. Well, I mean, think. that makes sense. That makes sense why they made a movie about him. And, I wish they had the picked, I guess, a more Dice compelling, Cube. a more compelling plot than just like <laughs> this guy, like not even related to music, just him fixing a printer. Really upsetting, and he just happens to have a xylophone cage, a xylophone rib cage. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably write some letters to some people about that tomorrow or something because that's <laughs> that's going to be on my mind for a while. You writing your famous freehand calligraphy letters on thick parchment that you send around. Um, yeah, and I do have a quill. I I do. What what sort of feather is it? I always forget. It's quill. actually a feather from that I uh, that actually grows out of my own. <laughs> and every time that I pluck it, every time that I pluck it, it grows back even bigger. Yikes! That's inconvenient to say the least. I think it's I think it's fun. <laughs> Does it hurt? So does it hurt? At this when point, you, you know, it's heaven? mostly at this point. It's mo oh, oh, thank you. Oh. But no, at this point, it's mostly scar tissue, ma'am, madam. <laughs> May I kiss your hand? Um, no, since we're recording a podcast and we're thousands of miles away. Okay. Um, speaking of the podcast, uh, so guy steps in. He's like, "This is my dance now. Um, I've got connections with uh, Bill Bluff." And um, 
uh, and sort of sort of. I'm gonna get us this big old ballroom. I'm gonna get this big old room. Uh, at the Funky Town Nightclub, which is yeah. which is a child's nightclub, which is apparently a thing, uh, that exists. I I was never aware of them until I heard like secondhand accounts of people going. Um, yeah. Did you but guys? Even then, the only the only one that I'd ever heard of was the uh. The eighteen plus ones, yeah, Not yeah. The well, that's just honestly, that's kind of just a normal club, man. Like there are just eighteen plus clubs, which I think are wild. Because, like, are you really patrolling who's getting the alcohol? Mm-mm, I don't think so. I think There's they a are. Red velvet I think rope. they do. <laughs> There's a velvet rope. Um, but could you imagine, like, if we were fourteen, and instead of like, I honestly think that that sort of deprives that sort of deprives children of the magical experience of just like driving around aimlessly at night trying to figure out something that you can do which is sort of mm. like a a, a a a cornerstone of my upbringing right yeah, that's, but I think, that's unique that is incredibly unique i think you know Still. these kids these kids going to these clubs are probably getting a lot more social skills mm. than us they're they're getting used to going out. I still don't like going out. I, I think I'm too. Imagine, really. yeah. Imagine if that young we got started going out, we'd probably love it. We couldn't get enough. It's it is possible. I I have like very few good like nightclub experiences. There is like one bar in Huntsville that I really enjoy, um, uh, but otherwise, the only time I'm in a bar drinking, you know, in the before times, obviously is pub trivia. That's the only time I feel really comfortable in a bar is when I can uh, be a smartass with a little teeny golf pencil and little slips of paper. Um, Wow. I mean, hey, I I, I say more power to you for that, but, Mm. you know, um, I always wanted to be on Jeopardy, (laughs) but I have never thought that I would be smart enough. I actually have also never, I've, when I was in fifth grade, I remember watching Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader and thinking, man, when I'm 20, I'm not going to be good at this show. And <laughs> I've tried, I've tried watching it and it's still, tr- it's true. I was right about it. Mm. I'm not good. Mm. <laughs> um. Hmm. So anyway, Doug, Doug's trying to get patty mayonnaise guys getting in the way. But uh, little does this guy know that Doug and Anskeeter are on the verge of scientific greatness. They have discovered the monster of Lucky Duck Lake. And when they go home, they're like, Oh Lord, our bikes are in the, in the lawn. We left those bikes <laughs> at the lake. Why are our bikes in the lawn? And there's a trail of muddy footprints. Uh, uh, who could it be? I don't know. There's a trail. It's the monster. A trail. It's the monster. We don't have oh, to draw it There's a trail of muddy footprints. Okay, thank you. And uh, uh, they, uh, they, they go down to the basement, and they're like covered in trash cans as armor. And El Señor Monster <laughs> is downstairs. Whoa. And he sees <laughs> and them. Call him and he's like, como movie. estas? And they're all like, whoa, wow. he speaks Spanish. Okay, no. Like, <laughs> okay, no. No, no, no. Do not do not lead the people astray. And do not, I, I feel I like, like that, that was a situation test. a little bit. Um, no, the monster's like a big old frog thing. Um, yeah, he's kind of a big old frog, and he starts eating Moby Dick. Am I, am I correct? He starts eating that? the book Moby Dick, not the actual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wayne. not Moby's, not Moby's Ooh. Uh, appendage, Fam- if you know what I mean. Family Can't say it. show, Tino, family yeah. show. Hey, I didn't say any, hey, hey, don't look at me, I didn't say anything. But that is definitely going to be TV 14 for adult situations. You oh, know what? yeah, TV 14, I'll baby. say it, no babies allowed. We don't want, hey, hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a little baby, like, you're under the age of maybe nine. <laughs> that is not Get the out of I here. Get is, out of here. That is not the age that, that I thought, thought you were going to give. <laughs> Get out of here. If you're younger than nine, what are you doing? Go outside. 
Put a mask on. Go running around. <laughs> okay, okay. It did take me a second to 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 click into the put a mask on for COVID, not like put on a balaclava and just go make some mayhem. Here, hey, the only problem with a balaclava is if it's got a mouth hole. Okay, you can put it on. Or heck, go in your backyard. Some of you nine-year-olds are probably freaking loaded, or your parents are at least. <laughs> I think it would if you're be in the here parents, listening to a podcast. <laughs> what? Sitting here listening to a podcast, nine years old. Some niche. All the, uh, all the money in co- the world. Comedy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, bro, let me put you onto this niche comedy <laughs> podcast. It's about 1999 box office movies. It's really good. Oh, hey, can okay. you pass me the crayons? Because they're kids. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was going to ask what you wanted for dinner. <laughs> yeah, I'd like a filet mignon with a nice red Chardonnay or possibly a craft beer from my favorite brewery. And can you put okay, it yeah, in a I, sippy cup? Cause then... Yeah, I think we have craft in the pantry, like some craft dinner. Is that is that what you're talking about, honey? No, I want like a really I... nutty IPA. Okay, well, you know... Um, some people are allergic to nuts, so we should probably keep those out of the equation, you know? Stop being okay. so f- PC, Mom. Oh my gosh. How are you already like this? <laughs> <laughs> they get him quick. They get him quick. <laughs> oh, so yeah, man. they so, find the monster in the basement, doesn't yeah. speak Spanish, call him Moby Dick, moving on. Um, no, they call him Herman Melville. Herman Melville. That's, that's right. They call him Herman um, Melville. Not Ishmael, which I would have gone with, since that's the first uh, first word words of the book. He's calling. They didn't me open Ishmael. the book. Why would they be yeah. like? I don't think Doug even knows how to read. There is no evidence that he can read in this. In this, uh, there's no like scenes of him not being able to read, but there's also no scenes of him reading. Exactly. So we can't really tell. Um, and then he's like, oh, no, I forgot to go to Swirly's, which is a place like uh, 16 Handles or Yogurt Yeah, Land he was supposed like to meet regular... Patty Mayonnaise there. You know, we're, we're skipping over a lot of stuff. You guys got to roll with us. It was a loose film. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, and then there was also the side plot of Roger and the nerds. Yeah, I don't really think we even need to talk about it. I mean, it comes back later. They're building a robot. That's all you have to know. They're building this robot, and it's not working out because it's trying to be Roger's mommy. Yeah, Roger wants to kill no, robot. But that was... Wants like an Ed two hundred nine to like kill the monster or whatever the hell, and uh, and the, he goes to these nerds who build him a robot, but program it to be his mom, and that's like a whole thing. Um, yeah. Why are you guys so against the robot and the, the side plot, man? The I side just, details are important. I just thought it Listen, was I'm not against the it. Things. I'm not against it. You just gotta, you, know, you gotta power it. through. You gotta power through. I'm just saying it's superfluous. Okay, it doesn't really pay off. By the time the monster, ne- like the robot, could do something, it's already dead. So who cares? I disagree. I just feel like we got it all out. What more do you need to know? Yeah. Do you have some nuance that you want to defend, Ryan? Yeah. You want to talk more about the Sorry. robot? Sorry, my roommates are yelling, so I'm just gonna like be be quiet for now. Make it easier for the editors. A likely story. <laughs> we got him, Tino. We got him. We got Locked him. into a corner, and we got him. Hey, um, I'm recording here. Be quiet. Zach, how, are you? Zach, are your roommates Italian? Up. Why you did? Why did I'm you do that here. accent? That's how you have to say everything in New Jersey, or else I'm they'll recording. kill you. <laughs> No hallway shenanigans for a minute, please. You think the boss Thank had this you. in his recording sessions? I was kind of doing Boston. I'm sorry. All yeah, right. I was a little rough, but I'll take go. it. Okay. We're good to go. Back to our regular scheduled programming. <laughs> um, so they get the picture. They get the monster. They want to expose it because it shows that Bill Bluff has been polluting Lucky Duck Lake. They go to the mayor. Exactly. The mayor's husband? That guy's not the mayor. The mayor is the wife. Yeah. Uh, is like, hey, hey there, Doug. Hey there, Skeeter. Look, I got this VR, and he puts on like a VR headset and whatever. But the VR simulation is just his own living room, which is pretty mad. Okay, wait, I'd... pretty funny. People do. That's a whole community. People will map out their entire room at one to one scale so that you can walk around it and like sit down, but also be in VR. 
because the productivity gains you get from being in a virtual reality environment where you just have a floating desktop right next to you you can like watch netflix while you're just like playing the piano it's fucking crazy man you can watch netflix some... while you're playing piano in real life <laughs> i don't know why that's yeah but it's floating thing. it's like floating you know <laughs> okay and that you just have, makes like, you more TVs. productive i mean i guess why would you want <laughs> I think it it would be really cool if like if you could do that for like a uh like a batting cage that would be pretty cool like if you could do like physical training or like uh like some sort of sports exercising but Okay, yeah, Sparky. I like that your idea is to do something in the virtual reality to actually have an activity. Get this though. Check <laughs> this out. Empty room with one chair. <laughs> one oh, window. Yeah. It's like, why not, like, can you make your own room prettier just with all the stuff in the same spot? Yeah, so, like, instead of me being in my shitty little room with my, like, ugly little handmade desk, it's like I can be in the same room but with my bespoke (laughs) solid marble desk and also still be able to write programs and And watch YouTube. And have, like, a gorgeous view of the Alps. Exactly. Jerking off while looking at the Alps. Okay, come on. We all that does sound cool. No, not on what? God, family show. I have to bleep all of this. Family show. You can't say jerking off. (laughs) You can't say jerking off. I don't know what was so troubling about looking at the Alps, but you know, (laughs) that's Mother Earth. Earth. That's gross. Desecration of a holy site, really, is what it is. Um, I think it's beautiful. It's nature. Speaking of, of life. desecrating uh, nature, uh, that is what Bill Bluff is doing. And Doug and Skeeter, they have the answers. They go to the mayor. The mayor's like, Bill Bluff is going to try to kill this story. We got to do it big. We got to get it out there. We got to do it before. Do it a press conference. Big old press conference. They try to do the press conference. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, Doug, in trying to explain to Patty why he was gone, lets it slip that he's got a big thing that's going to expose Bill Bluff. Uh, but Bill Bluff and Guy Guy Graham are they're tighter than uh, they're tighter than a, a Brazilian chokehold. Um, Whoa! I mean, can you do? Can you tell me what's uh, what is that? It's like jujitsu. It's like a very strong. It's like a very strong. That's anti-Semitic. Wow. Okay. Didn't have to go there. I don't. But can you think describe true, it to me, Sparky? <laughs> it's like. Um, <laughs> It's like uh uh it's like you you get him in a regular chokehold but uh uh instead of squeezing on the 2 and the 4 you syncopate it so it's on the upbeat. Um like Okay, popular, I like that. Popular oh, so ensemble. like little jazzy. Well, yes. Yeah, I mean that's that's not really syncopation. I mean I guess whoa, it is. Whoa, Ryan. Whoa, Ryan. Can you beat Bob? What was that, man? Ryan, what was that? That man? was me playing the drums. Oh. I play the drums now. Would you give it another shot? Whoa. Give it another shot. Yeah, go. go for it again. Yeah. Can you play YYZ? To... By Cloud Debussy? No, play YYZ. It's by... Um, I don't know that. It's by... Uh, 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 can, you play, can you play Fatty Boom Boom by <laughs> D'Antvord? I don't think you can. <laughs> no. Um... No one can what? play that except for those two, Ninja and Yolandi, you know? Yeah, that's fair. So they try to have the press conference. Bill Bluffs has been tipped, so he's filling the press conference with a bunch of his goons who are also ready to get the monster. Um, they got blow-up cameras, little blow-up toys. Which it seems like that would be, those are either incredibly realistic and weirdly, like, would almost be as expensive as normal cameras, and wouldn't he just have cameras around? I don't know. It's unimportant. They're all in trench coats. They're all in glasses. Um, Doug sees that they have a cage, and they're not actual real newsmen. Tips him off. Ends the press conference. Uh, gets out of there. Gets gets him in uh, real trouble with Patty again because that was his excuse, and now Patty thinks he's a big dumb liar. And so now Patty's with Guy, even though Guy obviously sucks. Obviously, like he's really sucks. terrible. Obviously, yeah, he's gross, dude. A gross guy, but you know, it happens. Heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah, 
and and sometimes that's your stepdaughter. Um, it is a really a shame that uh, that uh, Woody Allen was the one that coined that one. You know? No way. Yeah. Did you not know that? Wait, I'm sorry. What? The phrase for real. The heart wants what it wants was his response to uh, when he married like his stepdaughter. But are you sure that he made that phrase up? Are you sure he wasn't just Absolutely saying not. it? It's I I I have always oh uh, well I guess um, Emily Dickinson originally wrote it but uh, oh yeah that's what I thought um, seems like a Dickinson but Woody Allen did it's sort also of, a uh, song by Selena Gomez oh um, so she was that means she was the first one right <laughs> yeah <laughs> chronologically okay, she's the first one if you're sorting from oldest from newest to oldest right um, like if it was sort of an ordered list and you sorted it by by newest to oldest then she would be first yeah yeah gotta love excel i you know do you guys want to talk about some excel worksheets Ooh, yeah let's do it okay cool yeah i spread took this class oh i don't want to do this so uh doug <laughs> <laughs> doug what a weird attempt like <laughs> doug Doug. Doug. And Skeeter are in the doghouse. Or should I say the Doug house? The Doug house. Because everyone thinks they were lying about having about having this monster. Really upsetting. Um and I mean, what even happens before the dance? What leads up to the dance? I don't know. It doesn't they're look matter. they they gotta hide the monster. Yeah, yeah. Bill Bluff like tries to find him. Bill Bluff finds him, gets the monster because he doesn't want to get back in the water because it's polluted. And Bill Bluff's whole idea mm. is now that he's captured the monster, he's going to let it loose during the dance, kill it, and be a hero. Beautiful. So we get to the dance. Doug and Skeeter are onto the plan. They get there. They're, they're on the lookout. They figure it out, and uh, and they foil the plan. And let me say, let me say, Bill Bluff decked this funky town out <laughs> first of all funky town looks like if you took all the seats out of an opera house and then <laughs> knocked town the stage did down look amazing it was like this three-tiered sort of place it almost looked like um the the where the dance was held at the end of um uh drive me crazy I feel like that was at school though. This was no, like no, it was like no, at that a, wasn't at a school. That was at a museum. Was like and a then big they just museum. Kind of put them some scaffolding. They're like, that's our sculpture. Yeah, remember the nice. scaffolding? Shitty construction site. And the guy was there. I don't remember you the know, guy. Budgets, no, budgets were low in 1999. <laughs> they had to reuse sets. It's fine. Which is why it's, it's crazy that Bill Bluff got snipers to be at this <laughs> middle school dance. It's uh, it's appalling, frankly. Yeah, I mean, how has this guy not been canceled? The stuff he's done. <laughs> how has this guy not canceled? That's gonna. And the worst part is when they were like, "Yo, monster, we want you to get go on, get out of here. We don't love you anymore." Yeah, they try uh, to get him out. The monster's like, "What? Why?" Well, no, that was and, before. Uh, that was before. That was before. Did we not talk about that? Did we skip that? No, I talked. Yeah, no, we talked about point. it briefly. I talked about it. They try to get. It. He's trying. They're trying to hide him from Bill Bluff, who's on their tail. He won't. Ryan get has some really deep connections to some of these plot points, you guys. So just give <laughs> Bear him, with give him some. Um, yeah. And he doesn't get in, and then gets captured. And then the plan oh, that yeah. Doug and Skeeter come up with is they break him out and and uh, uh, take him to the clean lake. Because there's an unpolluted lake oh. as well as the polluted lake. And the way they break him out is they replace him with the robot that was Roger's mommy. And they put the costume that the bullies had in the beginning of the movie to look like a monster on the robot to replace Herman Melville. Right. To, for a distraction. Also, there was, yeah. a, there was another plot point that I forgot about where they brought the monster to school. Dressed. Oh my yeah, god, like yeah, Swedish I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Hermione. Hermione, yeah, because instead of instead of Herman, which I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, Wingardium Liviosa. Change the, um, uh, yeah, and that was a whole thing, huh? Not very important. They did find out, that that's how they foiled the plan, was uh, Guy Graham at the newspaper left the headline that uh, uh, Bill Bluff saves the day on his computer 
and they figure out what the plan is because he wrote the article about what happened before it happened. Um, yeah, because he cause, said that at the he said to Patty Mayonnaise at the uh, press conference that um, even if he wanted to write something that happened that day, he, it would take him two weeks because the machine, the Xerox Xenon <laughs> xylophone machine, right. that's a good callback, uh, nice. would take two weeks to process whatever he was putting in. You know, no Excel worksheets here, man. Which is a pretty bad, a pretty bad strategy for a newspaper. It's also a bad strategy for me. I recently got a paper subscription to the Huntsville Times because I wanted to keep up with local affairs, um, but they don't deliver it directly to my house, and it usually <laughs> takes me until Wednesday to get the Sunday edition. Um, that's just a little slice of life. What's happening with me? For some reason, to me, you sounded like a munchkin when you said that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll, I'll take. I don't understand. He sounded like a sixty-five-year-old man. I'll take. I'll take that into consideration. I, I, I heard. I heard him age he was just with like, the old. He was just old like, age disease. He was just like to keep up with affairs. I don't know. How <laughs> much can eat of me? I liked it. Yeah. We represent the Huntsville something. <laughs> I think the craziest thing about the whole Hermione part is that all the dudes at school thought that she was really hot. <laughs> yeah, she, like, they, they did, were huh? into her. That was very strange. That was very strange. Small town, baby. Small town. Small town. Maybe she had a big dumper. That tail probably <laughs> oh had to God. get tucked Jesus. up. Family show. Oh, my, I keep forgetting that I have a family. I'm Go sorry. Go back to the Alps. <laughs> Go back to the Alps, you fucking animal. <laughs> Language. Come on. Seriously, Ryan. Can you watch it with saying fuck? All the time. It's oh my over god, here. you guys over there. stop over here. No, quit it. Oh, it's gonna take an hour to edit. Just just the Are you gonna bleep? Are you gonna bleep? Please leave the beeps in. I'm bleeping everything. Fun. I'm bleeping everything. What? I'm bleeping it all. It's just gonna be oh, okay. this episode's just we... gonna be an hour long of one tone. Yeah, that's Can right. we talk about some highlights? Let's talk about some highlights. Oh Miller High Life. Okay, um, my number one highlight for this film, I'm gonna take it right out of the gate. Is Quail Man. Quail Man. Oh boy, let me tell you, we didn't talk about Quail Man during that plot summary, but boy, let me tell you, I'm guessing probably, again, probably something carried over from the cartoon is that Doug likes to have these fantasies where he is a superhero named Quail Man who has a belt on his head and underwear on the outside of his pants. Like any superhero. Mm. He's got a dog who's his sidekick. His dog d- likes to do a face palm and go, oh, because <laughs> Doug is always getting into rowdy business, you know? He's Doug. And, uh, he's freaking oh, he's freaking Quail Man. Uh, yeah, Quail like Man is dog. really good. Quail Man and is he has the... this whole fantasy where he saves the day by getting swallowed by a monster and getting puked out. Yeah, a little bit of horror. A little bit of horror. A little uh, bit. A little bit. You know, of I don't know if they understood that concept back then, if that was even a thing. <laughs> a vor. I think vor has always been a thing, but it's been like so isolated that people don't like, they could never communicate. And with the advent of the internet, it was like this network, like, uh, you know, like the connecting of the, uh, of the Union Pacific and the other one. What was okay. the Okay. I don't remember. Union Atlantic. Not quite. Um, gotcha on that one. The transcontinental. Um, yeah, my highlight is probably, uh, probably, I don't have one. I know. No Come highlight? On, you you got to have something. Come on, something. You dig deep, man. Dig deep. I, I liked that it was an hour and 15 minutes. That was good. That was my highlight. Um, yeah. I liked the the minor bits, you know, the small details. <laughs> Every time Doug got into a little little bit of a an issue, he would always be like, "What shoes am I gonna wear? Or like, what pants am I gonna wear to the dance?" Mm. You know, he was always he was always so so concerned about what he was wearing at the time. Yeah. And it was so weird that they chose to cast John Malkovich as Doug because, no. like, 
No. Like what? Like you were saying earlier, his he sounds kind of like a grown man, and it's because it is John Malkovich, and he's just like, no, what pants? <laughs> no. He's like, no. what pants should I wear to the dance? No, that it's Tom McHugh. You're you're. Was that a good? Was that a good Malkovich though? It was One day good. we'll get a good John Malkovich, but was, today we're stuck with Ry Ry. Rom- I I have to. Ry Romano got it. I think what you're too. Pants should I wear to the dance? I think you're too airy. I think you need a little more harshness. You know. What what pants should I wear to the dance? You're getting closer there. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That felt good. Keep working on it. It's Keep like, working uh, hold on. on it now. Can I? Thank take, you. Hey, can I take a swing? Yeah, please. Yeah, go for it, man. I'll be the judge. <clears throat> What pants should I wear to the dance? I went sort of more See, aggressive. Just, you sounded more angry. You yeah, just yeah it like sounded angry like angry Sparky. sparky. <laughs> what, uh, uh, here, let me try it again. I am going to do like angry John Malkovich because that's who I identify with is when he's angry okay. in movies. He's just like, Skeeter, Skeeter, what pants should I wear to the dance? I don't know. I feel like you're not elongating your vowels correctly, like the A's. Yeah, that's fair. He has some A's weird vowel sounds. That is true. I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, yeah, do you want to give it a shot? What pants should I wear to the dance is my, my, my <laughs> shot. You know? What pants, Mr. Sparky? What pants, indeed? It's more British <laughs> than anything, huh? Yeah, not great. <laughs> But Do you know John actor. Malkovich? Yeah, dude. I saw all of Space Force and being John Malkovich. Spoiler, that's coming up nice. on our list. But You watched yeah. all of Space Force? Yeah, it was hard. It was really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds like not... It sounds sort of like I maybe would try to do that and sort of expire by the time I was done, you know? Yeah. Um. Hey, guys. Yeah, what's up, man? Who's the boss? Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking. Yo, freestyle it. Give me some freestyle on the boss. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm actually. I'm gonna tap uh, into the. I'm gonna tap into the to the astral plane to get this from the spirits. I'm gonna get this answer from the spirits. Uh, now let me hear it. Oh my god, you guys. The spirits are giving me three Bs. You know what that means. BB Bluff. She's a freaking fire starter, let me tell you. And she has full control of her dad. Oh yeah, 100%. He, He will do anything for her. And he's the richest guy in maybe the world. So, I mean, what can she not do? I think drink, drink a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you're exactly right. I'm not even gonna connect contest this one. I think you you got it spot on. Um, Thank you. And I mean, I did get it from the spirits, so objectively, it's the correct answer. Sure. And I definitely think yeah, the spirits that she, got got you. The other the other plot point is that she is into Skeeter, um, is in denial about it. But I do think she probably worked around the edges. You know, uh, made her dad a little bit less destructible, less indestructible little more frail and uh and is probably the reason that um that uh, they were successful so good on her gotta love her gotta love her gotta love her arby's um, arby's we gotta love her so where's i think the beef Ooh, I where's think the bbb what i want to know is where's <laughs> ryan's raps i think it's about oh, that time india hot Coming in, yeah, coming in, coming in real hot, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Ryan's raps. Mm. Just an intro music. Mm. Ready? He has ready for this. What? What was that what? noise? I'm Ray. I'm Ray Romano and Ray Romano and uh, this, this is Ryan's raps. All right. I'm not Whoa. doing it as Ra- Ray Romano. It was just uh, he was giving me an intro there. Oh my God! <clears throat> Thanks, Ryan. It's so hard for me to get into his voice. It takes me a second. <laughs> um, all right. Doug's first movie. Here it is. And then, hey, in post-processing, can you get, you know, like when the girl is on the cell phone and it's like something production company 
and, and it's like that weird seductive like cool sounding though can you guys do that for me for this line Tina, even you when it's like when it's one? like ocean beats yeah exactly like that but this one is roger the green bully <laughs> leading into it you know okay yeah sick <laughs> yeah so do that so roger the green bully Counting down to Roger, the Oh, wait. Sorry. Okay. I was... Oh, oh, Tino's doing it. Tino's doing <laughs> yeah, it, and then doing someone it. can edit his voice. All right, go for it. Go for it. Sorry. Okay. Take from okay, the top. One second. One second. Okay. I, I really have to ready myself for this. Okay. Roger, the green bully. <laughs> uh. Uh. You know what it is. Uh. Counting down to the Valentine's dance. Look. My phone just fell asleep. Counting down, <laughs> counting down to the Valentine's dance. Looking for monsters, pretty fat chance. As they leave it, it emerges. I'm shitting my pants, but now let's get back to the Valentine's pants. Deep in the jungle, we heard giggles and glee. No place for monsters and no place for me. Cut to a stick and some pants in a tree. Looking at sewage. Oh no, it's behind me. Theme song. I don't know why I put that in all caps or like even included that, but that's all right. Talking about planning the dance with Patty. Found her knight in shining armor. Call him daddy. No, it's actually her dad, I guess. I don't know. He made a cameo. Who's this green guy? Not the weird one who couldn't take no for an answer. This one's weird. Has one a friend with one eye. Now we're talking about the other guy. Oh, sh- Wait. Hold up. I gotta send Tino's lines. What? Tino has more lines? Yeah, Tino has more lines. Yeah, I thought we finalized the script like last week. I made some last-minute changes. There you go. It's in the WhatsApp. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Now we're talking about the other guy. Pretty creative with these names, huh, Rai? Nah, bro. Quite the opposite. It's really quite moderate. It's what you get when you deal with conglomerates. Fuck the monster and responsibility. No time for ice cream. Got some proof that he's a bad man. Can't say I might scream. Fuck the mouse and fuck the house i'm out because disney made this movie so yeah wow wow so okay we we can re-record that with some with some more fluidity but uh (laughs) i think that was pretty good yeah i say cut print wrap throw that on the grill man that's ready for the radio that's great yeah i loved it what i what i what i would like to know for your enthusiasm sparky Okay, so no, wait, here's I'm what I was like feeling to it. Okay, so you had me say Roger the Green Bully at the beginning, and that made me think that the rap was going to be from Roger's perspective. Yeah. I, but I didn't then I, I, but I referred to you as Rye in the lyrics. So. Oh, because I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan, Ryan's raps. <laughs> Roger the Green Bully just seems like a cool cool production house name but also i was trying Uh, to take notes and write the rap at the same time and i gave up immediately after (laughs) we see him the movie open with roger the green bully so (laughs) (laughs) but it was still at the top so i just left it in there and now we have some cool rap ambiance stuff yeah i liked it i liked it yeah i liked it too um something else uh that you could give us though um Ryan, because uh, I think I, I don't think I have anything else to talk about with this movie. Do, do you guys? Yeah. Do you guys? Which means, which means we have to close oh. it out the same way we always do. Well, wait. What is it? Okay. Wait. Is it? Is it a milk? Is it a merlot? Oh, with a oh. milk or merlot, right? I this is how we close it out every week. It is how we close time. it out. Oh. Yeah. Milk or merlot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I. I'd say. For me, this is a milker. This mm. is a big old cow that produces already spoiled milk. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say it is. Um, I'm gonna say it's like uh, I don't know. It's fat-free milk for me because one, it's not gonna curd up like a full fat. It's not. Uh, it's not gone sour, you know. Sure. Sure. Um, but it's also just not for me. It's like not meant for me. I shouldn't be drinking it. So who cares? Yeah, and I'm going to agree with Sparky on that. And I'm just going to add on and say that not only was this a 20-year-old children's movie, but we are clearly not children. Right. Like, we do not fit the demographic. Very clearly. Target audience. But I also don't think that it was a very good children's show to begin with. Yeah, that's fair. 
there's that. Yeah. Which means there's one thing less left to do. Um, now that we've rendered, oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, rendered our, oh our boy. feces. Uh, we need the legs, and I yeah, do want to say uh, we need the legs. I I want to make a point that I did say we need the legs, yeah. and not a bunch of other Sorry. dumb bullshit before it. Really quick, before before we go into this, can I just can I say something really quick, Sparky? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I would like to reiterate what Sparky said. You know, there's a lot of statistics, mm. Ryan, and you know they're all really interesting. Yeah, love them, man. Hey, we love what you're doing here, man. But Sparky and I wanted the legs. So that's what we're going to, that's our statement sort of. So yeah, I guess do whatever you're going to do, man. But keep that in mind. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time for the metrics. Opening weekend, $4.47 million, 23% of gross. Okay. Okay. Domestic share didn't go international at 100% to domestic. No, I wouldn't. Wow, it almost broke budget. Oh my god! It almost, I don't give a almost f- beat the man. budget. Wow! I, I don't care. I, I'm not their accountant, so I don't really uh, give a shit dollars. if they're under budget. Yeah. Oh my god! It made thirty-five million dollars in the box office. Why do you care this wow. much? Why do you care? I don't get it. It man. was in twenty-two hundred and sixty-eight opening theaters. That's the it, maximum, man. apparently. Okay. I don't get it, man. And That's not that now, many. And now. Oh. For the legs. Oh hell yeah! Finally. Oh Jesus! Ladies oh. and gentlemen. Oh my Coming god. Coming in at 4.34. That's pretty good. Whoa, Domestic box office really, of a base weekend. That's really good. That is not bad, yeah. Not, More not than it deserves. I, do I, want, I did find a new stat at the bottom of the page that I somehow didn't notice this whole time. What's it called? But the leggiest weekend. <laughs> no way. Really? <laughs> the leggiest <laughs> Weekend? I don't want you to. What was the leggiest weekend? Um. I don't want to know. Three days after release. Oh. March twenty sixth, nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> okay. Four point zero six legs. <laughs> I. Okay. I'd love to get that for everything now. Um. What the leggiest weekend is. Um, yeah, for sure. I would love that. But uh. But I also don't want. To delve into it, lest we find out what legginess means. I I really just I want just the, love that the stat is leggiest weekend, yeah, right? Like, I love that. On. I love that. But I want the date and the legs of the weekend. I don't want anything else. You know, I'm worried that the more we dwell on it, the more we'll figure out what's happening with the legs. And it'll. You know, be... I'm trying to look for what happened on March 26, 1999. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, Every- apparently, apparently, Microsoft word processing and email systems got something called the Melissa worm, a worm named Melissa. So, not great. <laughs> like Melissa Gates. Oh, maybe. That's messed up if Bill named that after her. That would be really mean. <laughs> no, no, that's wait. Her name is Melinda, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is Melinda. That's his wife, but he's got a daughter, probably. Named Melissa? <laughs> Melissa. I... I'm pretty sure his daughter's name oh, okay. is Bill. <laughs> what were you saying? Buffalo yeah. Bill. No, sorry. I was just reading something. Um, Some stuff. Okay, well, that's going to that's gonna, um, that's gonna finish it up for Doug's first movie. We do have to talk about uh, the movie for next week, um, which is uh, the... 1990 oh i'm sorry i'm hiccuping oh my god i excuse you um is the 1999 classic uh uh stir of echoes is a horror thriller um uh the log line is after being hypnotized by his sister-in-law a man begins to see a man begins seeing haunted visions of a girl's ghost and a mystery begins to unfold around him. Um, we got Kay Bakes up in the mix, boys. My God. Kay Bakes is up in here. Um, this is going to really boost my Six Degrees game. <laughs> the next time I play Six Degrees, I'm going to freaking kill it with this movie. Because you're going to know that he starred in this with Zachary David Coke. I love Zachary David Coke. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, Join us next week as we discuss another movie from this storied year in cinema. 
Um, uh, I have been your uh, foamy, foaming at the mouth host. I think that's what I said. Uh, Sparky uh-huh. Shelton. And I'm your decrepit host, Tino Mickens. And I'm Ryan. Good night. Oh, 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 oh,